Lengthy list of legally protected identity categories in 2002. The ordinance defines gender identity as self-perception or perception by others as male or female, which includes an individual's appearance, behavior, or physical characteristics that may be in accord with or opposed to one's physical anatomy, chromosomal sex, or sex assigned at birth and shall include, but not be limited to, individuals who are undergoing or have completed sex reassignment. The discrimination being pinpointed here, in my view, is more accurately described as sex identity discrimination because it involves judgment about whether a person belongs to the sex categories of male or female. By contrast, Traditional sexism is based on judgments about what we can and cannot do because we are male or female. These scripts for identity are what we commonly refer to as gender stereotypes. SEPTA instituted the sex sticker policy in 1981 as a fraud prevention measure aimed to deter the swapping of passes between husbands and wives sharing a household. Fraud prevention is a legitimate business goal, but the male or female stickers were not rationally related to that goal because females could share their passes with other females, and males could share their passes with other males, both within and without heterosexual households. Some commuter railroads, such as New York's Metro Transit Authority, Long Island, and Metro North Railroad, Sex mark their passes, but SEPTA was the only non-commuter transit authority to sex mark its monthly passes. Like SEPTA, the MTA cites fraud prevention as the reason for its sex marker policy. Why did SEPTA riders tolerate this irrational practice, and why do MTA riders in New York continue to tolerate it? But when you think about it, Maybe the policy is not so unusual. After all, most of us carry other sex-marked identity documents in our pockets and purses, be it a driver's license, state identification card, or passport. Ripple Effects Arcila was not the first or only person to have her sex-marked transit pass rejected by a bus operator. Other bus riders, whose appearances also challenged prevailing gender norms, reported having been questioned and harassed by bus operators when they attempted to use their transit passes. SEPTA and Philadelphia's Commission on Human Relations, the official body charged with enforcing the city's Fair Practices Ordinance, had received numerous complaints about SEPTA's gender sticker policy. In 2009, a local grassroots organization called RAGE, Riders Against Gender Exclusion, sprouted to bring public attention to the invidious impact of SEPTA's sex identity sticker policy. The organization solicited and compiled its own catalog of sex identity discrimination stories from SEPTA bus riders. RAGE used social media to collect and publicize stories that vividly portrayed the widespread harm done by the stickers.
The stories flooded in both from people who self-identified as transgender and those who did not, as well as from riders who self-identified as queer and those who did not. One woman with short hair recounted her experience of being sold a mail-marked monthly pass unbeknownst to her at the time she purchased it at a ticket window. She became aware of the ticket salesperson's mistake the next day when she tried to use her mail-marked pass and the bus operator accused her of fraud and tried to confiscate her $83 pass. Another female rider said a bus operator mistook her for mail based on her appearance. When he noticed her female-marked pass, he realized his mistake. But instead of apologizing for his error, he verbally harassed her and confiscated her pass. Several transgender women shared stories similar to Arsila's. They had tried to use a female pass only to...